Hey, this is Jonathan Kahn and Roy Provarchik, and in this episode, I get free advice from Roy Provarchik without having to pay him anything about how to build my website, my brand, and overall, you know, how do you take everything that you're doing and package it nicely? So basically, in this episode, I get ripped off. Jonathan gets a new website, and you all get, I think, cre- not creative, but no, strategic you get, advice on you how to advice. build you your to. brand and your website, and Jonathan owes me money. Hi, this is Jonathan Kahn and Roy Provarchik, and you're listening to our podcast that doesn't have a name yet, but just calm down, we'll get to it. Uh, Just give you a quick uh, intro to who we are. We are both marketers who deal with creative. Uh, One is dyslectic, that would be me. So the other one does a lot more stuff that has to do with words and stuff. Let's think of him as more like if you're a company and you want growth and there was a magical sprinkles that you could put on top, you would just sprinkle him. Sprinkle a little bit of Roy Povarczyk on top and you create growth. Roy Sprinkle Povarczyk. That's that, that was my nickname. That's cool. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure you got teased a lot for that. <laughs> yeah. And uh, I'm a creative uh, innovation consultant, uh, which basically means I'm – more creative than the average Joe and I try to figure ways to do amazing stuff and companies pay me money to do that. Yeah, that's that's pretty much it. Yeah. So uh, basically, this is the first episode of our new podcast, which as Jonathan said, still doesn't have an official name, but when it does, it will be fantastic or horrible. If you have any suggestions, just shoot them out there. I mean, anything's good. <laughs> this is how we do creative work people pay us the big money so uh, so basically this podcast is so we're both really working with the tech industry both work with a lot of like uh, major companies we're not gonna name drop right now so we're gonna tease it a little bit but you probably know them or maybe uh, and so the, basically the, this podcast is going to be about like marketing advice stories and conversation around how to do uh, basically, we're going to have amazing guests from the industry talking about how they do marketing. We're going to solve some marketing issues ourselves. Uh, and basically, it's just going to be a lot of fun and marketing. Yeah, and just two guys, two good friends talking about marketing stuff. And yeah. uh, you'll benefit from the uh, answers of our messed up process. Hopefully. Uh, yeah, so let's get straight into this. You know what? So I, today's episode, this is interesting because I... So I've, I've been working creative uh, in companies, and then I went freelance, and I created my own company called Something Else. Do you want to say where you worked before, or you want to keep it uh, It doesn't really matter. I worked at Wix and some other companies like that, and um, generally, uh, I was looking to, to create this. So all the work that I've been getting is all you know from friends and people from the industry who kind of hear me or meet me and stuff like that, and I decided I have to start creating a brand and a website Actually, I was given advice that if I ever want to get paid lots of money for just being me, I gotta really start investing in the brand. And I was telling Roy, I was saying, "Hey, could you, you know, check out some of my content that I had, you know, pieced together from people all over the internet?" As I said before, I'm dyslectic, so copying is the only thing I can do when it comes down to words. Um, and he looked at it and said, "This is crap," <laughs> which I responded to by saying, "That is not helpful." And then uh, he said, "Hey, how about we do this in the first podcast? Let's talk about talk this out, and I'll help you. I'll help you figure out how to brand your company, your yourself, your website, and maybe this will help other people out there." 
Yeah, so basically the idea is this. I think, well, for me it's funny that I'm actually doing this because my own company has been, it's been around for like a year and a half working with some massive tech companies and like the website is the only thing I haven't gotten to do. So like the only thing that is stopping us from launching the company is the fact that we don't have a website. I feel like there's an easy solution that if I had like a bunch of money just laying around and just throw it at some designer and say, brand me. <laughs> that's, that's what I really want to do. But I, I, on the other side, I'm like, no, I don't have a top no. five. So I, I, have to, I have to admit that I've actually, I've, I've worked with a lot of companies who went through the rebranding process. And I think most of it was really junk. Like, uh, usually they, like they would bring in like a, like a company to rebrand. The company would speak with them for five minutes. Then go do a whole research about something that's like very amorphic or very generic. Come up with tons of data that has nothing to do with the company's DNA. I think it's very hard to do like a really good branding or rebranding process because I think it actually uh, involves really, really going deep into who you are, who your clients are, who your, what your product is, and who you are in, like, in your DNA. And it's really hard to do this process remotely. That's what I think. Yeah, no, I, I, I can understand that. That makes a lot of sense. Because, but in my situation, it's even more weird because it's, it's not only just getting... When you have a company and, and it has employees and people working there, at some point it starts creating its own kind of vibe, its own kind of like... Direction. I disagree. I mean, I'm, well, I think eventually if you take every company in the world, from Amazon, Apple to whoever, and you strip down like layers of it, the DNA of the company would be the DNA of the founder. Like Apple is working, like Steve Jobs has been working, Amazon, same thing. Yeah, Facebook, Facebook think, same thing. What he does is the founder, whoever is the person in charge, ends up hiring people who are like him. Like the, someone actually told me the process of, the, of really making a team that's going to make a very unique impact is to take two people, hire them both, whoever's more like you, keep him on and delete the other one and keep doing that process. And that's how you build a team so you get these people that are kind of the same mindset that you can I kind of know. train. That's that's a harsh thing to say. I don't, I'm, I'm not saying I do it. I would never do that. I'm a nice person. But I'm just saying <laughs> no, that, but, but, uh, but you, you, you end up hiring people who can to, who can believe in your dream, your vision, right? Yeah, but that's a different thing. And then I can have people who are very different from me, but they believe in my way or how I do things. That's fine. No, I, I get that. That's kind of what I mean. I mean, like, when you turn around and say, like, uh, Steve Jobs or something, and you're saying... He comes in and says, this is important. This is what's important. This is what's important. And the people who follow that continue working in the company. People who disagree with that and don't want to move forward end up leaving the company or... I think it's more complicated. I'll tell you why. Because you don't want to end up with a bunch of yes men. What you do, you do want to have is you want to have somebody who you feel really understands your vision in a profound, deep way. And they can, even when they negotiate with you or talk with you about what the next step should be, you know that you have the same vision. No, no, I get it. And you have the same goal. Yeah, and different passes to it. So you don't like. But I'm just saying that when you have a company of these people who are all like, or majority of the people that are in the, in the area of where you are, are people that have the same vision for what you're what you're talking about, then then you come to this company, you start talking to these people, you'll start to catch on. In comparison to that, when I'm talking about, let's say, me, who I don't have all much employees, I have an ecosystem, that's how I want to work right now, I, I can't even deal with the stress of imagining having to pay people money ongoing and know that I'm pushing work in front of them. But generally speaking, I have, an, I have me, and I have to, and my process, and my stuff, and now I have to kind of get to know myself, which is kind of like things you pay therapists to do and coach, you know? Well, like, I think, but I think branding for a personal brand is kind of like therapy. Yeah, I'm sure it is, I'm sure it is, but it's, it's hard to do therapy for yourself. So I understand, like, 
I, it took, I had a period in like when I left Wix and I started off like my freelance, I took like three months and I was just investigating. I have this thing called creative. What is creative? Where does it come from? What does right. it mean? And I started like going into all the details and I came up with this, this idea and I was like, okay, representation is a visual, would be a triangle with a line going through it from the top all the way down and a little circle on the bottom. And I was like, oh, sweet. I'm so happy I came up with this idea. And I turned around and I even said to my wife, I'm, going, I'm getting a tattoo of this. And then when I drew it on a piece of paper, she goes, oh, isn't that from Harry Potter? That's the, <laughs> that's the, that's the visibility cape, the, the wand that controls them all, and that uh, fucking stone. And I was like, shit, shit. That's what Harry Potter is all about, I, creativity. creativity. <laughs> I wish you would have never spoken to her and you got into that tattoo because what I really want is to come up here and say, like, hey, dude, so this is my vision. Yeah. Like, take off your shirt or whatever, have this huge like, tattoo on your back. <laughs> like, oh, is that Harry Potter? That's Harry Potter. I'm like, no. Like, no. Like, yeah, it's been drawn in the books. It's all over the internet. I'm like, shit. We, ha we have a friend from high school. When we were in high school, he went out and this, yeah, he wanted to do like a phoenix tattoo all over his back. And we have a friend who's like an amazing designer, drawer, like a, like a unique person. I think he's working for Platic and I'm. Anyway, so, uh, so he started drafting and doing this awesome thing. And that, our friend was like impatient. So he's like, you know what, fuck it, I'm going to do it. I have this drawing that I saw online. I'm going to take it and I'm going to do it. And he, and he came back. And you have this, first of all, the entire coloring of the Phoenix was not like a scary red, but more of a shy pink oh, nice. <laughs> and, and like you know when you think about a phoenix coming out of the flame you think about like arms wide open kind of yeah, dramatic yeah. so this one was kind of caping over himself like, oh. like, like oh no you're not he's, well, he's a gay phoenix it's a gay phoenix <laughs> uh, I thought you were going to say your friend ended up drawing a phoenix no. that was a hint of a dick or something no no no, no. <laughs> but what you get is like you get this like crazy masculine guy like this like Dude who's like always into a bro kind of guy. Yeah. Like a crazy. Like, like, like toxic, toxic masculinity. Uh, uh, toxic kind of environment kind of person. Kind okay. Of Got it. You He's know, the mutant into like the no, masculine. No, there's like all those there's like guys who are just so bro, so, yeah. You know, that, you know uh, anyway, you get those guys. Uh, like the idiots who would scream stuff to girls in the street. Ah, he's a construction idiot. worker. Got it. Yeah. <laughs> and so he kind of takes his shirt. He's like, hey, check this out. And like, there's like 12 guys. They're like all fucking like laughing our asses off. Because like, check this out. It's like you see that this pinkish, shy, gay phoenix all, all over his back. There was a phoenix in the Harry Potter too. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Yeah, so, so I'm glad you, well, I'm not glad you had, didn't do that. I would love you to have that. Yeah, I know. I, I, I'm sure that it would be something that I have to deal with the rest of my life. Like everyone would come up with Yeah, that. but anyway, Harry Potter. I love Harry Potter. Yeah, I, but you know what? I, I, think, I, think, I think like in 10 years from now, it's gonna be like the same people who have like the crucifix, uh, yeah, the crucifix under uh, like the tattoo, like the Jesus thing. Like the, yeah, like how does that cross. turn out to be bad later on? No, it didn't turn out to be later on. What I'm saying is like Harry Potter is catching up with the Bible. Oh, okay, right, right. Right. So it's basically gonna be the it same is thing. one of the only books, like series of books I've ever read in my life. So yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> okay. So um, okay. So, so, I think so I'll, start, I'll start with like the, the first thing was just just off the top. Like my dad turned to me. I was like trying to figure out a name for this thing. I was like maybe I'll call it. Like and I have all these domains that I own until today. Um, and then I had this name. He said to me like, listen, just just. Think why they come to you. Why do people come to you? Why would they go to you over other people? And I came up with something else, and I came up with that whole, like I thought, okay, I'm obviously going to get something else.com, so I, I did this uh, something, and then el.se. 
I bought something else. And that was like, and I kind of feel very comfortable with it because it's, it's hard when you go to a meeting and people expect to see something that you're going to deliver to them immediately. And then you find out that I don't want to deliver the average thing. It's like, they'll come up and say, Oh, I need, uh, this, I need this kind of ad. This is what I need. And that's what it is. I'll be like, no, I need to know the impact you want to make. And then I'll tell you how to get there. I'm not going to help you do the same thing everyone else is doing. I'm going to help you do something else. Right. That's I actually like the name. I think the domain is cool. I like. I think the name is okay. And I also think the names actually almost don't matter. Uh, you know, like you, you would not be impressed by Amazon, Apple, or Google by their name. You're impressed because of what they've done. No, I, yeah, well, they're stories and they're, they're yeah. impact, they're branding. I get that. Yeah, like I, I think, you know, there's some branding, like there's some really bad names in the history of branding, uh, but it's usually like very extreme. I think there's a... Yeah, but you know, I think in, on my, in creative, like the creative realm, it's expected that you come up with yeah, you know what? very clever so, and very I beautiful. think not. I, I, so, I was, I, it was a funny thing because I was actually thinking about how, I, when we start, like, we're now building up the startup marketing team and we're building, like, the marketing around you, startup. You can't even say that. You know why? Because everything you do is already branded. Like, it's so perfectly yeah, branded but, yeah, from but, the get-go. Yes, but, startup didn't have a website, but they already had the logo and the beautiful name and all this stuff. Yeah, but, but eventually, you know, so we're building now, like, the marketing team for startup. And um, ah, I lost my chain of thought for a second. Sorry, I'm, I'm good at that. I suck it out. I'm like one of those Harry Potter things that suck out your soul. Like, so. <laughs> Dementors? Dementors? Is this going to be a Harry Potter thing? Yeah, I'm thinking at this point, now that I have the tattoo thing, it all went into Harry Potter. Uh, (laughs) Good. We're going to have more fans now. Yeah. Harry Potter rocks. Gryffindor! Boom. Subscribe. So when I was actually starting, like I'm right now building the content strategy and what we're going to do, we're going to have like a blog and Twitter, LinkedIn, whatever. We're the whole thing. So um, I I was actually looking at different marketing agencies and all the social media digital agencies have such lame social media. Even if you look like at Neil Patel, his social media kind of sucks. I think like his own brand is doing really well, but he has like this Neil Patel digital marketing, whatever. It's like it's not a good Instagram account. The only person who's like bringing bringing his like game is obviously as always Gary Vaynerchuk. But they were also like really not in social up until like a year ago. Like the Viner Media social media channels were like really bad. And he was actually talking about it. They're not doing social media as a company. Mm-hmm. He's social media. Yeah. So, and creative is it's kind of the same thing. I feel people kind of want to meet you and see that you're creative. But I don't think anybody goes to a website of a creative person or uh, or saying like, oh, everything he does has to be creative. It's like meeting a comedian thinking everything he's going to say is going to be funny. No, but you do. People think that. People yeah, go up to comedians but, but and it's not that way. Just and you know what? Like, I understand the pressure that comes with that because I'm also very funny and people expect it to be funny yeah, all the time. But, but, but when it comes out this, my, I'm, I'm, I'm with you on the sense that my website is a representation of the other side of business, right? It's, so it's not, no, not like, really. In no. my opinion, no, in my opinion, it's supposed to represent, it's supposed to be something that communicates to my kahaliyad, which are not creative. Yeah, but, right? no, but I would, so, so you should think about this the other way around. You should need, as your dad said something smart, like, why are, like, what did they come for? Like, why are they hiring you? And then you think you should think about your website, like, what does my client need, my potential client need to say, okay, I want to call this guy. And also you have to ask yourself, what step of the funnel are you actually going to run into my website? There's a big difference if somebody says, uh, you should check out Jonathan. He's like amazing. He has a website. What's his website? Something else. Okay, cool. I go in and check it out versus I'm going to Google, say like a creative person, funny, Harry Potter tattoo. Yeah. And then I get to your website. It's a whole different funnel because basically if I heard about you from somebody else, 
right? So, I don't imagine at this point that people will Google. Wait, like that's just no, no. Right. Somebody like if if you're thinking of funnel, somebody uh, Google's creative advice, creative marketing, and he gets to you. That's a whole different thing than somebody saying. Uh, no, I agree. I agree. So but my thing is mostly I think people are going to come to the website looking for. What what can I go to my boss and say? Look, this is why we're bringing him on. Yeah, but you should think about. Okay, so what do you, what do they need from you? Like, what's the? They need outputs. They need to know what okay, the outputs are. Okay, so wait. It's so, weird for me. But it's not that weird because. No, I, I get it. But what, just, what you have, like I, what I would start with. I, like, this is not a branding. This is kind of a website structure of how I, I would deliver the information. So what I told you is like you have a lot of creative ideas of how you want to storytell yourself. The problem is that you're, 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 the way you're doing your process is you're starting from like the, the medium you're not good at or the medium that's not the dominant medium for you. So you're starting from sketching it out, you're starting from uh, writing text, which is actually, as you said, like, that's not your first It's the day. worst part of my right. own. On the other hand, like you're amazing in video. So instead of working on like your weaknesses saying this is what people expect from me, they don't really expect anything, first of all. They want to be impressed. They want to know what they're going to get. But they don't expect a website that looks A, B, C, and D. They don't, they don't even know how it's going to look like. So it's really up to you. Now, I would start, in terms, first of all, I would start by throwing it all out there in video format. You're amazing at video. You can reef and jam on what you do so long. And, and what I would do next is one of two things. I would either listen to it myself and write points, which I think were like really good points from what I just said from the jam session that I had. Mm -hmm. Or that I would actually get somebody else to kind of summarize this, like a copywriter, say, hey, listen, we need to take this and turn this into like my offer and what I do, and then do that to somebody who can kind of start working with words for it. That's the one thing that I would Second thing is I would ask, okay, what do they need to know? Or I would go back to every sales conversation that I ever had or marketing conversation that I had uh, where you have to pitch yourself, and I would ask, what did I say? What did they ask me? So, for example, if every client in the world say, hey, can you send me a few of the things that you've done? So, you need, you know, you need to have that. If everybody mm -hmm. at the end of the... It's interesting that you're saying that because just being the person I am who talks a lot, it's usually, hi, nice to meet you. What's your name? And then everything I say. There's no questions. Yeah. <laughs> but, no, I, but when no, they want to close the deal, they have yeah. questions. They might, no, no, I get no, it. They, it's definitely like, show me some of your work, some yeah, of the stuff that you've yeah, done. Like they're sold on you way before because you did the meeting, you bring you. But that actually also is one of my problems because I think that the outputs that, that end up happening in most situations nowadays because video is so important when it comes out to media, like marketing and stuff like that, most of the time I come and I do this massive process with them where I, I get, like I, I said to you before, I have a client who I do ideation with where right. Sitting and coming up with ideas of how their company's gonna look in 10, 15 years from now. And I basically help them understand the vision of what the other companies will look like and how they connect to them and what they do with them. And in the end, they're like, great, now we wanna show this to people, can you make a video? So I'm very afraid that when people turn around and say, show me stuff you've done, I don't have case studies because I'm, again, dyslectic, I don't write these things. But, but again, I, you're, you're you're stuck like in. But I'm stuck on video, that's what no, I'm saying. No, you're, you're stuck on your own mindset of what they expect and what it should be versus uh, actually having no limits at the beginning. Thinking, how can I be uh, creative or how can I actually bring my own self into that? You're basically think thinking, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try and kind of mirror this to you. You're basically saying, I'm this creative person. I'm like amorphic or have tons of things value I can give, but they want to get three things out of me or they want to see it, this entire process like in this very specific way and I, like, I can feed like, the pen. I'm basing it off the way you said, questions people ask for. Yeah. You know, like they're expecting, they're yeah, saying, like, show me some of the stuff you're doing or all this video, all these 
video yeah, production but, people. Yeah, but let's like, but let's break let's break it down for a second because what they actually want to know what are the deliverables, right? Yeah. And we're going to get the, so the deliverable can be a presentation, script, a presentation, script, uh, script whatever. Yeah. So you need to have you need to start thinking about like the things they want. You need you know that your website has to have deliverables. You need to have case studies of things that you've done. And I think that for a lot for a lot of them, what's really important is the process. Like what how's it, and, and you're also saying like my forte is the process. Because I'm not just saying, hey, let's do something crazy and fun. You go out and you understand the content, etc. So I think you have these three things you know they want from you. You have you in the DNA. And you have to bring them all together into how you storytell what you do. And you shouldn't be afraid of like how do they consume it, what form are they expecting. If you want them to not be only focused on video. So when you do case studies, and you should have case studies. Again, your case studies can easily be a YouTube video. If you're saying, so this was the case. That's what they wanted me to do. And here's I want to show you the outcome now. And show the outcome. Like you don't have to do text, or you can hire somebody else to just do the text after you do the video, right? I think like you, you need to, the website has to be this meeting point between uh, what they need to know about you to say we trust this guy, right? Um, and and who you are, right? So what you need to have, like, the essence of the materials they're looking for should be there. How it's presented to them, that's like your thing. So I saw, uh, I saw like the references you've sent me, sent all kinds of examples of what it should be or what. So first of all, mostly those references were like, besides design, which was just something that I had this thing in my head, most of the references I sent you were, were websites that are offering innovation consulting. And, yeah, but, but. And I was saying, okay, this is how they represent it and get more work. Yeah, but, you're, but again, this is like thinking backwards. It also, by the way, this whole starting, the, the me turning around saying I want to focus on my website right now was, there's this amazing woman that I worked with at Wix. Her name is Valerie Khalifa. She's amazing. Big shout out to Valerie, by yeah, the way. Yeah, super amazing shout out to her. She just she left Wix and she got a position now as a CMO in a different company. She worked with me on insane projects all around France, French market, right? And we did amazing work and she really enjoyed working with me. She's now the CMO of a different company. She sends me a message the other day. Do you have a website or something that connect that has all the services that you do so that she can go and, and okay. utilize it and pitch it and bring it to the next person. Yeah. So that's like, that's where I turned around. I was like, okay, this is what I'm missing now. I'm missing this thing that uses terms that I don't like to use and presentations and things yeah, that I like to but do. But again, you're, you're coming up, you, when we, when I work uh, on a product with a company, I always try to understand where's the problem that they're solving and what problem that they created and now they're trying to solve it. So, for example, if you create a feature that nobody asked for, and nobody, and then you try to solve why nobody's using it, then you're not really solving the problem your user had, but you created your own problem, and now you're trying to solve your own problem you've created. Yeah. And you're going that to that step where, like, there's no problem of like what are the terms you should use. That's a problem you kind of inflate on yourself, because like nobody has to think about creative uh, innovation consultant. Nobody like those are not must-have words. Those are things that you had ideas of, somebody told you them, you got hooked by them for okay. a while. But if now they're limiting you, then set them free, right? It's not like... Some industries have like very specific terms on which you have to use so people understand what you do. If you're a UX designer, for example, you have to use UX designer. Why? Because somebody's searching for that specific role. For you, basically, it's like bringing the creatives in, right? And the creatives can mean a lot of different things. And what you need to show is that it means a lot of different things. And eventually, basically, the way I see this, again, like, you know, this idea 
is what you basically just showcasing who you are. And you have all the tools that are available online to do it. So you can do the video, you can do like a, you can do like a, a, that on a website where you slide and things happen. You, like, you don't have to limit yourself to expressions uh, and things people know because eventually, by the way, your clients don't really care about that. And I can, I can be like 100% assure you that we basically come and say, hey, we do A, B, C, and D. And they say, oh, that's amazing. We need this and this. Do you do that? And I, and I, yeah, we just basically said that. That's like, like, like that's in the title. Like, yeah, okay, like, I just didn't know what it meant. And I'm like, social media, man. Like, this, like we wrote SEO. We wrote yeah. that kind of data analysis, you know. Like, we do A-B testing. Of course, we do A-B testing in our A-B testing product. It's yeah. part of the name. But they, ju- they basically usually come and will say, like, hey, we need somebody to do this and this. Do you do that? And you just have to, to be able to answer, yes, I do that with your content. Right, so if nobody knows what uh, an innovative consultant is, also like, do people when they think innovative consultant, do you think creative? So like for me, it doesn't match because like innovative consultant, I would basically I would expect this like somebody who sits down. I, I'll and, tell you, and that, I, I like, like, to like, someone, like somebody who works at Google X. That I'll, I'll tell you what happened. So I spoke to someone who was kind of like me, and what they turned around and said was this: they said the when people approach creative and all these other things, they say, we want someone out of the box. Mm-hmm. But the problem is, is that they need someone in a box that they can determine and have the skills and understand exactly what he's going right. to actually deliver. So what I want would be a situation where people bring me in and they say, don't, just look into everything. What's the main value? What's the main value you think you're providing companies? You work with Wix. Fresh you, perspective. You've done, you've done campaigns with... Perspective, uh, I think. Perspective okay. would be the word that I say. Yeah. The reason, the reason Nobody has a business goal called... Perspective. No, 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 I get that. But that is the value. The value, the reason why I go so vague is because I want to have access to the marketing. I want to have access to the product. I want to have access to the, to, to whatever I feel that will help them gain. Yeah, the but that they think want about every, every part is like a foot in the door, right? So let's say this way. Uh, That's why I'm using innovation consultant just to be able to put the foot in the door. Yeah, but when I sit with people today, I'm getting business based on the fact that I go and I sit with people and I say, this is who I am, this is what I've done. And people go, sweet, I want to do something with you. And then we figure out what to do. Yeah, but they don't buy an innovation consultant. They come up with a, would you tell them? No, they're, they're like, they're, no, they're just cool with all the different things because it's all kinds of projects from all kinds of ways and different directions. It's mostly about turning around and helping figure out what people actually want to get, which is like the five times why thing where yeah. you buy Toyota or whatever it was. Yeah, but eventually go further down the road. The reason they do the five things, they then do creative. And the reason they like your creative so much because it's fun and it works, Right. Most of you create, yeah, yeah, but, most, but so, it's, I well, think it's also because most of these people lose the vision of what they want to have. Wait, and I just have that's the, the way, to get there. That's the reason working with you is different than working with so many other creatives. But the, the first, like, if they would be, like, if they would work with you and they would get this amazing experience, but no results, you're not going to get recommended. Maybe you are because like people will be like, oh, we love this guy, he's amazing as a person. But when somebody says, I need to have a really good campaign. They're not going to think about you. They're going to think about the other one who brought them, like, like the successful campaign and brought leads, said HR, whatever they want. No, okay. So, so you basically have to distinguish between like this is the main benefit that I give you. I basically do like uh, I, I, I kind of have this creative solution that that brings in like results. It's a bad copy, right? So no, I get it. it. And and that and then where you build this entire thing is like this is my process. This is why I do it so differently. This is what it means for me. Right, 
for me, I, I, I really think it's interesting what you said about how, in, in some way, by creating this, this I created the problem, hmm. which is interesting. I created the problem, start, and now I'm basing most of my energy on trying right. to solve the problem. So we, start, we started this conversation before we started, you showed me, because this is basically the draft that we have for the website. And I don't care about the draft, because the draft is already placing you, after like, you it's training you without having to change. And I think what you should be, what you should be focused on is like, like what does your when somebody says, hey, can you send me a website? What do they actually want to see? So they want to see deliverables, meaning like work that you've done, right? And uh, they want to see your process. They want to kind of get who you are, right? Like your style, uh, and they kind of want to understand what do they get. So they, and who you work with. That's basically the only thing they really care about. If you go to like websites of cinema, cinematographers, for example, mm-hmm. I, I think I saw this on a, one of the YouTube spoiler videos for Avengers War, like mm-hmm. the, the one that they kind of analyze what's going to be in a movie that hasn't been made yet. Yeah. Uh, and he basically shows like a website of the guy who I think was a co-producer or whatever, not the Russo brothers, like some mm-hmm. of the team. And he basically just adds like the new, he called it like Avengers Endgame, whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, but this is like the, the worst designed ever website. It was just like a blank HTML page with like a list of shit that he's done, and everything is impressive. But it's the list of things that he's done. Um, so I think that basically, as long as they get the information they need, everything else is kind of everything else is is kind of something you do for your ego or for your brand as a brand. But the first reason you do this is because you want to bring more leads, you want to bring more sales, you want to support, you know what, you don't want to bring more sales through it, probably, you want to support your sales cycles through it. You know what I mean? Like, you're not, I don't think that at this point you're expecting that that will be your main lead generation, no, but no, you know no. that it, but it's supposed to support your sales effort, right? So you can send something, if yeah, you know so mind. people say, hey, can we see some stuff? Exactly, exactly. So, so you know what they need from you, so this is where you need to focus. And I don't think you need to have a different, like, I would not even call this a first step, maybe, or maybe you already have enough information and you know this good enough, well enough, is that the packages thing has to come up with something that is a process. So, for example, if we do video ads, just, I don't, like, it's, I know it's not the main product, but it's just, it's easier to grasp. So then, so you can, hey, the package is a video product. What we do is this, we do brainstorm sessions, which include A, B, C, and D. We get a script, we get a draft, I, I work with the, the, the production team, we get it done. They just, and, and they just have to know what is that they're getting. One of our main problems as, as a growth agency, which is like a, one of the dirtiest buzzwords by now, mm-hmm. is that you would say, yeah, we do growth for startups, and they say, yeah, but what does it actually mean? What do you do day to day? And we had to break it down eventually, like, uh, like we look at your data with our data analyst, we build your data infrastructure, we build up the growth team in your company, which is based on a designer, engineer, blah, blah, blah. You get like uh, one growth meeting a week. You're going to get an ongoing consultation from us and getting your team to do the A-B testing, make sure everything works, blah, blah, blah. So the packages should be built on deliverables, not on uh, skill set. You know what I mean? So if basically you're doing a package like a TV ad or whatever, then do it. But if, if your entire thing is that people come to me without knowing what's a deliverable, they're going to they come with the problem saying uh, uh, we need better uh, content to do H- better HR, for example. We want to bring in more developers. We want to do a crazy campaign for that. Uh, and and you don't know how to package it yet because you don't know because you don't have enough data to understand what people are actually asking from you. So talk about the process. Talk about like the deli- like the various kinds of deliverables you've done. So it can be scripts. It can be 
uh, overlooking the entire production process, uh, and, and basically building the process into your website. That's the most important thing. If, like, my, my best way to build landing pages that convert, it's like an SEO title. Yeah, uh, my best way convert. to build landing pages that convert, uh, how we change one title and we sold our company for $1 million. No. Um, so is that I usually, if it's a SaaS product, I would go to the sales team and, and, and customer success team or customer support team. Depends if your startup was like founded after 2014 or yeah. before that. And I would just think, what are the main problems that people ask you about the product? Uh, what are the main issues? Yeah, and have the questions before they're asked. Right. And then I just say, okay, so how do, and so we have to premise on what we do, right? And then we just have to start and say questions. That's the whole thing. Yeah. A good landing page is basically answering the questions. So you know the questions. Like, hey, uh, who are you? Who so that's you actually good. With? So if, if you were to sum, like, if I'm going to sum up, like, the, the advice that I got here, right? One is the, the same advice that my dad gave me, so, yeah. And he's, uh, he's good. Your dad is good. Yeah, my dad's like this PR marketing genius. Genius. Yeah, so... Um, but he just doesn't have time for me. Anyway, so, so it's easier to get a meeting with you. Um, but uh, it's to turn around and say, take the questions that you've been asked by people, uh, take the things where people want to actually hire you and they're looking for a way to do it and they're just saying, hey, give me, give me the tools I need to hire you. Take those, answer them on the website. Um, don't create terms and stuff that you'll have to invest tons of time to... Um, Educate the market now. What a, 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 a innovation consultant is. Try to keep it simple, keep it straightforward. Um, and being that I'm branding myself rather than a company, uh, well, or I am the company, um, just be me. Uh, like take the formats and things that I feel comfortable with dealing with, which is not text, and just put it out yeah. there. And so if you didn't, if you do need to work, I think you will need to work. With Text. Yeah, definitely for SEO and stuff like that. I'll just take yeah. the no, and also video because that I have and just... And also because when people skip through a website, they don't necessarily want to see a 10-minute video, they might just want to see some headlines, etc. But take the videos, get somebody like a copywriter uh, to transform that into text. Right? Um, yeah. So so remember that eventually you have to understand what's the role of the website and, and, and you have to ask yourself, what can I tell my audience or my clients that that's what do they need from me? That's it. It's so simple. Uh, so simple, yeah. No, and, and the last thing that I want Could to say... Done this podcast like a month ago, I would have right. said. <laughs> uh, the one thing that I will add is that in terms of like branding, logo, color, etc., I would just say choose the style that resonates with you the most, personally. You just be happy to push it everywhere. Yeah, like that. yeah. yeah. you know, like that's the, 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 the best thing about our marketing, which you said it's already done, yeah. is because I know I basically... so. My secret is that I'm, a, I'm not a good designer, for example, but I do a lot of designing myself. I do like a template with a real designer, mm -hmm. and I create a branding book with a designer really early on. And my only instruction to that person is I'm a horrible designer, and I will need to design a lot of things. Every element, like we need to focus on elements that I can easily duplicate, and wherever they'll be uh, viewable, it will easily be resonated with me. So for example, by having the Roy project with a signature, for example, then it's then it easily become yeah. like uh, unanimous exactly. because it's my my signature. You see it and you just get it right away. Also, like a signature, so you, you find yourself in like the supermarket and sign everything. Oh, oh, right, oh, oh, I, watch, yeah, yeah, I watch, yeah. watch your vlog all the time. And I go, stop it, stop it. It's my signature. It's it's, yeah, it's not yeah. the logo. Do you, you know? Uh, you know, there's a story. You know that the Lee, the artist. So there was a crazy story about him that when he would go to places and like eat expensive meals or buy expensive things. He would basically ask to always uh, pay with a check, 
so because he knew that most people would rather not uh, not, not cash in his art oh, signature. Nice. They would rather like sell it later on or whatever because it was that's know, cool. Yeah, that's that's or it. one day everyone cashes the check. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think he died poor. I'm not yeah, sure. Exactly. Anyway, um, so so go and, and especially with personal brand, film just bring in your DNA as much as possible. Check the colors you like, the styles you like, uh, like and you should only look at your competitors so far. Right, like your competitors are doing their own thing. You should do this just so you'd be aware that you're not doing the same thing, thinking you're different. Uh, most websites aren't amazing. We don't know how they convert. We don't know how those companies build their brand. Uh, we don't know if that's their main channel. So, like looking at them and saying, "Oh, they're doing something really good." You know, really, yeah, yeah, it's just what makes you, you never know. Yeah, you just have to have a personal brand that really resonates with you. And for me, the difference between Roy Povarczyk, Stardom, and, and a new company that I can't say the name yet. Okay. Uh, unnamed. An, unnamed. <laughs> it's, they have a name. It could be a podcast that's <laughs> unnamed. <laughs> uh, uh, so for me, Roy Povarczyk was the easiest one because I just, like I said, with our uh, social media slash designer at the time, Sophia, which... Uh, we used about, yeah. Yeah. Uh, we used to manage Instagram as well, etc. And I just, she basically built like this filter for me on Photoshop. That, the greenish photo yeah, yeah. filter thing. Yeah, maybe the, all the, your stuff look the same. Yeah, the <laughs> green the green thing, by the way, was just like I was. Uh, she was like saying, "What color do you want to use? What do you resonate with?" And I said, like, "I don't know." And she basically took off my glass and said, "You have green eyes. Let's go with green." Nice. And then she took that and said, "That's not. That doesn't work well. Maybe let's just change it to the color a little bit and we stay with the green." And um, I get brown eyes. That's that's <laughs> shit on everything. <laughs> yeah. so I'm not doing that plan. So that was like the thing, and see, and for me, the signature is by the way, it's like a mental hack because the signature is such so personal that it has different emotional impact on other people. Like it's automatically private; it's automatically from you, personal. Yeah. But never mind. Uh, so right. just think about the elements that you can use later on, like a logo, whatever you can just use a lot, and that will be like your main brand uh, visuals at the beginning. Yeah, I pretty much did that. I already started looking at the fonts and the design styles yeah. that I wanted for my logo. And instead, and the only thing I really want for my logo is that inverse uh, logos that I told you about, where you have the hidden messages inside, like Phoenix yeah, has like, the arrow, and, and, and like Paul, Paul is dead, and all that. Yeah, like all these <laughs> these hidden messages. I'm like, I'm not paying for that right now. Um, um, okay. So I hope. Uh, so first of all, I feel like this helped me. I'm, I know that I'm gonna like re-listen to the own podcast and write down notes. Uh, I hope this uh, this helped other people. I hope you guys enjoyed. Um, if you have any questions about what we discussed in this episode, or uh, just comment, or I think there's a comment section, we still don't know. I don't think there's a comment section, but it, just write us. Like, write us, and we'd love to hear from you. We'll, we'll, yeah. we'll come up with a more organized social once we have a name. But generally speaking, let us know what you think. We'd love to hear from you. We'd love to hear any thoughts. Even if you think it sucked, just write that, but then write a little like comment underneath that that says why it sucked. That would be really helpful. Right. And uh, um, if you loved it, you know, again, uh, just... Force everyone you know to listen to it, including your grandma. Yeah, um, and because this is like a totally new uh, podcast, the thing that would help us a lot in terms of like uh, growing it a little bit is if you subscribe. That's number one. Second, if you rate it, like but then like a good rate. If you do, yeah. One. If, 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 if it sucks, like, don't rate it. You know yeah. what? Like just take your finger off the mouse. Just move away from the mouse. Yeah. Don't rate it if you didn't or like don't, it. Or don't tap the screen. Yeah. Right? Don't 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 tap. Just you know what? Sometimes you don't. Tap. If you didn't like it. Turn off your computer. Yeah. That's what that's what I would say. Yeah, don't, but if you loved it, like I don't know how many stars. I'm guessing five stars. Just five stars the shit out of it. Like yeah. just throw as many stars as and you can. And then and and then and then after you throw all the stars, uh, then 
send this to one person you think will be really needed right now. I don't want you to send it to spam your friends. If there's a person you think is going to create a rock and he just kind of needs an idea about his brand, starting a new business, building your website, like a Squarespace fanatic, whatever. Yeah, <laughs> just send it to somebody who can, you can, that this can bring value to. And if uh, it brings them value, you want to hear from them too. So, and also, if it, bring, it might bring them value and then they'll love you more. So that's always a plus. Yeah, like you, most of your relationships are kind of mediocre. Like yeah, but anyway, with our podcast, you could have true friends who really right. appreciate you. Yeah, this is what that's, our podcast is about. It's about getting real love. Yeah, that's what it's all about. All right. Thank you so much, and we'll see you in the next episode. Cool.